Hey, I'm Allison Springer, and welcome to the TGBG Podcast, a.k.a. the Tall Gorgeous Black Girl Podcast, where things that are not so common sense become common sense, and everyone needs a gorgeous friend in their life. People who spend some time around me all can attest that there are some Allisonisms, things that I often say. I've got a few of them, actually. Like when someone makes a good point, you'll hear me say, check. I'm quite vocal on sports teams and watching TV shows. Yeah, I'm that person. Just for the record, though, I don't ask questions about the show. I'm not one of those people asking questions and then getting, I don't want answers. No, I just want to watch the show. I just get vocal in my reaction to the show. That's all. Anyways, one of the things that you will often hear me say is, I receive that. It's a lifestyle for me. I say it intentionally. Those three words have grown me and they've also protected me. In this series, we've been addressing how to deal with your mind and your thoughts, lowering the volume on that nasty critic. Another way you can help silence the negative thoughts in your head is by making the most out of any words of affirmation that come your way. Gleaning all of the nectar that those words contain for you. Ensuring that you have the nourishment you need to accomplish the task for the day or to fulfill your destiny in the future. This was life-changing for me. May it be life-changing for you. Empowering you to manage the filter and filter the intentional and random words people say to you throughout the day. All right, these three words. Are you ready for this? Here we go. I used to coach guys basketball. I was in a vehicle with one of the players and his mom. She was driving. We must have been heading back to the school after the game. We were in the parking lot. I remember us going over a speed bump when... This kid's mom looked out her window and said, look how fat that woman is. The woman she was talking about on the sidewalk turned her head and looked at the vehicle. The kid's mom put her hand to her mouth and started laughing, saying, I thought my window was up. I was mortified and felt deeply for the woman on the sidewalk who heard that comment about her. That was horrible. Who does stuff like that? Man, sometimes people say brutal, random things. There was no protecting that woman for that day's encounter. How do you stop someone driving in a pickup truck, yelling or saying hurtful things about you or making fun of you? I think we've all got stories like that, don't we? I've learned in that moment, you can't stop people from saying hurtful things to you. It sometimes comes out of nowhere. It's like a, it's a verbal assault, really. It can happen when you least expect it. In someone's presentation, a text message from a friend whose cell phone or social media account falls into the wrong hands. Hurtful words literally can be anywhere. You can't stop it. Now, maybe there was someone you stopped one time because they said something about your mama 
And so you gave it to them. And as a result, they had to make several visits to the dentist. And that was their payment for disrespecting your family. Kung Fu fighting. Ching, 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 ching. You got fists like lightning. Ching, 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 ching. <laughs> there are some people you can, quote, educate, unquote, that way. But it still doesn't stop random people like the lady I was sitting with in the pickup truck who yelled stuff out the window. You can't kick people's teeth out in that situation. So what do you do when your prof in class says you are incapable or a customer at your workplace spews obscenities at you out of frustration? What do you do? Be their verbal punching bag? I think not. Don't receive it. When I'm in schools, I do this exercise with a water bottle and I tell my um, audience that this water bottle represents a bunch of hurtful words like you are stupid idiot. You are going nowhere with your life. And I hand them the water bottle. Time and time again, students would take the bottle representing those horrible things that I just said. They would pull it out of my hand even. Why? Well, for one, I'm a person in a position of authority, teaching in front of everybody, and they feel the pressure to take the bottle because I offered it to them. And I have it right in their face. But most importantly, because I'm an adult, the student just takes it out of my hand. Often when it comes to adults or people in positions of leadership and authority, when they say things to us, we tend to take it to heart. Okay, let's play a game for a moment, all right? All you have to do is guess whose words have greater impact in the various scenarios, okay? You ready? Whose words have greater impact? I wish you were never born. I know, harsh, right? But whose words have greater impact? A parent saying that to you or a peer? What do you think? Is it harsher coming from an adult or someone your own age? What about this one? You are useless. Adult or peer? Mm, what about this one? You'll never get it. Again, what? A prof or a peer? There are some things that our friends say and do that is harsh. And don't get me wrong, it can hurt your heart. But there are times when we recognize that a friend is just an idiot. My friend, they don't know what they're talking about. They just say stupid things. However, when an adult says certain things, there's sometimes a sense that they must know what they're talking about. Generally speaking, negative words have a greater impact when they come from an adult. One day when you have kids or even when it comes to your nieces and your nephews or the kid next door, remember, as an adult, your negative words have huge ramifications. They cut deep. Sometimes there are certain things that were said to us when we were younger that still linger. Words that still affect your current situations. Words from the past that are still interfering with today and tomorrow. I want to say a couple of things about this. So number one, profs, parents, your supervisor, the old man, 
on the block, the police officer, just because they are in positions of authority or they are older than you or they have more experience than you or perhaps they have a fancy title, it does not mean that they always know what they're talking about. Do adults say stupid things? Yes. They do so just because they're just because they're dishing something out doesn't mean it's the truth. It doesn't mean you have to take it. Secondly, things of the past that are said long time ago or maybe even recently spoken. I want you to know that those words do not have to ha- to impact they do not have to impact your future. Let's deal with this. I'll show you what I mean. You can take matters into your own hands. And like I said earlier, do you want to know how you can manage what comes in and out at you? You can't stop people from saying brutal things, but you can choose what you will do with it. So for example, let's say I offer you a drink. Yep, I paid for it. I like you a lot. And out of the generosity of my own heart, here is the drink. Whatever you like, just take it. It's yours. Okay. Now the drink is placed on the counter in front of you and you look at me with your polite self and you say, oh, thank you. Thank you very much, Allison. That was so thoughtful. Now, what's the next thing you're going to do? What? Keep praising me? What? Give me a pat on the back. Talk to someone else. Go into the Oh, you shouldn't have speech. No, if you are thirsty, you're going to pick the drink off the counter and drink it, right? Same thing with words. You have the power to leave those words on the counter or pick them up. This is what I mean. So say the drink I offered you is a representative of these words. You are useless. You are a failure and you're a waste of my time and you're just plain ugly. That drink sitting on the counter now represents those words. What are you going to do? Pick it up? Take a swig of it? Or leave it there? Pass it back to me? Because you don't want it. If you don't pick up that drink, those words, slash those words, they're just going to sit on the counter. They have no impact on you. You see, damage is done the moment you pick those words up. That's why anytime someone says something harsh to me or something that is not who I want to be or what I want to have happen to me, I say, excuse me, I don't receive that. Yep. And with my hands, you can't see it right now, but I motion a pushing away of those words with my fingers, with my hands. I'm not even joking. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say something stupid at me. Just try it. Just try it. And you'll hear me say, I don't receive that. Oftentimes, people will see me using my voice extensively. Or maybe I have a cough or I'm sniffing or something. And someone will say, oh, it sounds like you're losing your voice, Allison. And I'm like, I don't receive that. No, seriously, I need my voice. I'm not taking that. It's not who I want to be. It's not what I want. I don't receive it. If you drop that food off at their house, you're going to catch COVID. What? I don't receive that. What are some of the stupid stuff people have said to you? Make a list, write it down. And then after each one say, 
I don't receive that. Things would have been different without you. I don't receive that. If only you were like your brother, I don't receive that. You are so fat. I I don't receive that. It's not who you want to be. Don't receive it. There is something powerful about saying this. It's not a cutesy line Allison uses. It's power. The value in it is twofold. Number one, you educate people on how to speak to you. People come from all kinds of homes and have different kinds of friends. They say things or there are behaviors that others allow them to get away with, like your boss with other employees. But when you show up and your boss says to you the same discriminating, rude and inappropriate comments used on the other employees, you, however, turn to your boss and say, excuse me, I don't receive that. Take that back. When you first start saying this, I don't receive that, it'll catch people off guard. The more you keep saying it to them, they'll get the picture and they will shift how they speak to you. And if they don't change how they speak to you, this is the second benefit of what you are doing. Your body hears you. It's true. It has been scientifically proven that your body hears what you say. Your cells, the molecules in your body, your organs, your muscles, they all hear what you say. And when you say, I don't receive that, your body goes into defense mode. Whatever is coming at you, your body will, it'll block it. It knows we're not letting this get through. There have been times when someone close to me has said something hurtful or I found out about something that they said to another. And when I hear it, I'm, I'll sometimes feel what I call a heart prick. Um, a heart prick is when I feel like this little tiny pain in my heart. Do you know what I'm talking about? That happens because whatever was said got through. It got through to my heart. When I say out loud, I don't receive that, I actually don't feel that heart prick. Powerful, right? Your body literally listens to you. So speak it out or even at least under your breath. If you don't want to stir up more trouble with whoever said it to you, but just under your breath, it's, it's enough for your body to hear you and protect you when you say, I don't receive that. What's something hurtful someone has said to you? Right now, as you are listening to this podcast, I want you to say it. The negative statement. Say it out loud. And then follow up with that with a strong, I don't receive that. Go ahead. Do it right now. What's something negative and hurtful that somebody has said? Say it out loud and then say, I don't receive that. Reject what was spoken in the past. Reject what was spoken in the moment. Educate people on how to speak to you. I don't receive that. And those words will not have the kind of impact they had on you in the past. If someone says something and it's not who you want to be, don't receive that. Even if there's a bit of truth to what they're saying, like 
You're always late. You're so messy. If that's not where you're going, if that's not where you want to end up, if that's not who you desire to be, then don't receive that. Okay, it's time to play another game. Whose words have greater impact? Okay, you ready? Here it is. Here's a phrase. Whoa, you are so, you are so good looking. You look so good today. Okay. Whose words have greater impact? Parent or peer? Here's another one. You have a beautiful voice. You should sing more often. Greater impact, adult or peer? Last one. You are a great listener. Adult or peer, whose words have a greater impact? Generally speaking, when it comes to words of affirmation, our peers' words carry greater weight. Part of it has to do with some has to do with some things like we think our parents or adults in our life have to say those things or that the, some of the adults in our life get paid to say such things. But a friend, a classmate or a colleague, they don't have to say anything. So when they do it, it stands out. I've noticed culturally people are more used to receiving insults from their friends than encouragement. When it comes to friends, and I can be guilty of this too, we tend to make fun of them. All in good humor, of course, right? But as a result, I find youth and young adults today don't know how to receive a compliment. You get all awkward and shy about it, like you don't know what to do with yourself. I think that's too bad. We know that negative words have huge ramifications on the life of people, but so do encouraging words. When someone compliments me, I don't respond with an arrogant, I know, right? <laughs> Those people who say that, you know, the, you know what people I'm talking about. You say, hey, your hair looks really good today. I know, right? You know what they're doing? They're actually deflecting what is being said. Let's go back to the drink on the counter. This time, the drink that I'm offering you is in the form of the following words. You are brilliant. You are creative. You are such a beautiful person. You are going to impact society in a powerful way. There it is. Those words are now placed on the counter. What will you do with them? Say thank you and leave them there? No, you're going to pick them up. Too often, though, we do leave those words on the counter. We don't take them. We say thank you. But we leave the words hanging there, and that's why the encouragement you have received has not had the kind of impact that it should have on you. Too often when someone comments on your work or how you look, you point out whatever mistakes you've made, you haven't washed your hair in days, what you could have done better in and how you could improve, and that this isn't your best work, and the list goes on, and really, just stop. Stop. Another receiving compliments faux pas includes complimenting the person back. So somebody encourages you like I just did. And I said, you know what? You're going to have a, you're going to impact society in a powerful way. And you're like, 
Oh, why, thank you. And, uh, uh, um, yeah, your hair looks good on top of your head like that. Uh Uh-huh. No, don't do that. It cheapens the genuine compliment that was given to you. How do you receive a compliment? Just say, thank you. I receive that. Say nothing else. Nothing else. Hold your lip. In my 20s, I had a young adult mentor. We called him Pastor Steve. Every time Pastor Steve saw me on Monday nights, he would grab my hand, look me in the eyes and say, Springer, you're pow- you're powerful. Springer, you're a champion. Every week. At first I was like, who are you talking about? Me? A champion? I wasn't powerful. I was a people pleaser. I knew what to say to get people to kind of like me. And I knew who I had to be or what I needed to do to get people to like me. I got really good at remembering people's names for that very reason. Powerful? (laughs) I was not. I was never any teacher's favorite. I was an average student, almost on the slightly below average. Except for in gym and music, of course. (laughs) I like phys ed. But seriously, I was nothing special. I had no sense of style when it came to fashion. I wore all the wrong things with my long legs and short torso. My hair, well, that's a whole other issue in itself. I didn't know how to deal with me. And here's this guy that I look up to telling me, Springer, you're powerful. For the longest time, I left his words sitting on the counter because I was in shock. I didn't really believe him. I didn't know what to do with that. But because he kept saying it over and over again, I actually started to want that for myself. And so that's when I started saying, thank you. I received that. That was in my 20s. 10, 15 years later, anytime my friends introduced me to someone, they would say, hey, have you met Springer? Most of my friends that work with youth and young adults call me by my last name, including my hairdresser, actually. Anyways, I don't know why they do it. But anyways, they're like, hey, have you met Springer? Come over here. You got to meet her. She is powerful. That is the word that they use to describe me. Like, seriously, people describe me using powerful, saying that I'm powerful. No joke. Those words I received in my early 20s shaped me into the powerful woman that I am today. Anytime someone says something good, if it's meant to be a compliment, if they're like, hey, you should be a model. And my head is saying, uh, you need glasses. You know what? I don't care. I just say, thank you so much. I receive that despite whatever is going on inside of my head. If it's who I want to be or what I want to be, I'm reaching out and I'm so taking that thing. Question. What words of affirmation have left you, have you left at the counter? What words of affirmation have you left at the counter? Who has said something to you that you didn't pick up? You didn't receive it. It was meant to be an encouragement. What was said? What did they say to you? Write it down. 
Make a list of all the encouraging things that were said to you that you just left on the counter. Once you've done that, pick it up. Say those words of encouragement out loud, followed with, I receive that. Thank you. I can feel it. People have attested to it too. I'm getting stronger. Like seriously, like when you do this, like, like you will feel it. And I know within myself, I feel it strongly. Like internally, I can tell like from saying this, I receive it. I'm getting bolder. I'm more confident than before. An older gentleman in a meeting said to me, Allison, you are strong. You're very strong. <laughs> like very strong. Now, I don't think he meant it in the best way at the time. I know he didn't. I think he was maybe overwhelmed by me, actually. But it was just a moment. And afterwards, when I got home, I replayed that scene in my head because I didn't say anything after he said, you were strong, very strong. And then when I got home, I said, thank you. I received that. I'm taking it, people. I'm growing in words and, and words of affirmation have such have so much power, if not even more so than negative words. Let it shape you. It's time to receive it. I mentioned in the beginning that those three words have grown me. And it's the phrase, I don't receive that, that has protected me. You want to deal with the thoughts in your head? Receive the positive Receive the positive stuff that people are saying about you and you will grow exponentially. Do you receive that? Thanks for listening to the TGBG podcast. I hope this is making a difference for you. I know that it can. If you take it and run with it, all the stuff I share on here are things that I did to help me grow into the person that I am today. It shaped me so much. You've got this. You have a purpose, a reason for your existence. Planet Earth, honestly, would not be the same without you. There are so many things that will try and stop you from fulfilling your purpose. As your gorgeous friend, one who is heartfelt, walks in wisdom, and will be straight up with you, please, Take these words to empower you and apply them to your life. Society needs you. Society needs you to be you. You are worth taking all this time to prepare and put together this podcast. I have you in mind, guy. I have you in mind, lady. This message resonates with you, doesn't it? It's because you are made for more than all the limitations people and your thoughts have put on you. All the different things that people have code coded you with, blah, 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 blah. You know inside your heart that you are capable for more. I say, as your gorgeous friend, go for it. I'm cheering you on and you've got fans. Now, what do you say to that? Huh? What do you say? I'm waiting. I received that sweet. This podcast was made possible with the help of young women of power. 
a nonprofit organization that educates, inspires, mentors, and fosters community through innovative and creative programs like workshops, conferences, special events, and so much more. For more information about Young Women of Power and its incredible leader, that would be me, check out our website at ywop.ca. If you want to support this podcast, you can also donate through YWAP, Young Women of Power, and receive an income tax receipt. Let's keep making not-so-common sense, common sense. Talk to you next time.